0: You are fake news, sir. Go ahead.
1: Five, four, three, two, one.
2: This is the Bad for Business podcast,
3: where we set the record straight and shake the table.
2: Thanks for tuning in. And you are now Bad Bad for for Business. And welcome to the second episode of the Bad for Business podcast. My name is Kudus Babalola, and I am the host and producer of this podcast. Today, I am joined with two other phenomenal people. Please introduce yourselves.
1: Hi, my name is Christine, um, and my Instagram tag is a mental health service, um, Pax Anemi, which is Latin for peace of mind. The tag is underscore P-A-X-A-N-I-M-I.
3: Hey, 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 it's your girl, Jazz, and if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's Jasmine underscore XO, J-A-S-M-I-N-E underscore XO.
2: So today we'll be discussing our plans for 2020. My first question to the both of you is, what are some goals that you'd like to accomplish this year?
1: Honestly, (laughs) like in the beginning of the year, I had so many things that I wanted to get done. But then January like hit me like a ton of bricks and it was just like, eh. So my new year starts March 1st. um, (laughs) (laughs) As it should. (laughs) um besides graduation it's really just like setting myself up for my career and stuff like part part of me feels like I'm nowhere near my my ultimate goal which is to get my doctorate and you know after graduation I only would have received my bachelor's so my next steps are like um, my master's figuring out where I want to go for my master's and that's really it. Figuring out where I want to go for my master's and finding a, a job within my career that okay. I can like actually enjoy because I'm tired of doing these unfulfilling retail jobs. Like who got mm. time?
0: Preach.
3: <clears throat> well, my goal for right now is to graduate. Cause at this point, um, your girl don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no choice. I cannot give up. Um, so, you know, after graduation, it's gonna. It's mainly gonna be just trying to find jobs and internships.
2: Okay. Um, some of my goals for this year, I want this podcast to grow. I want this podcast to teach me a lot, so this is a journey for me to learn more about what it is to be Nigerian, what it is to be gay, what it is to be black, Muslim, anything I define myself as, so this is the place for me to do that.
1: Or even just like expose yourself to different kinds yes. of people. There's
2: like so right? much to do, so much learning to do, and that's mm-hmm. like the main part of this. So I want this podcast to grow. Um, I want to also create music, more music, right. um, a lot more clean music because um, big mouth is pretty explicit <laughs> and um, I realize it's not radio friendly so I want to make more music I want to learn music itself it's something I've always Explored. just been a part of I just didn't know it was like a part of me like that I didn't know I'd be writing or anything
1: so like what artists do you, do you take like I don't I know you don't want to like hmm. steal their sound but like what kind of music are you trying to go for 'Cause like you got Meg, you got Nikki, and that's <laughs> right? all like explicit, like hot yeah. girl shit. And then like there's like Kendrick Definitely. Lamar's and Jay Cole's and those are all like substance, like music of substance in some well, cases.
2: The type of person well with this writing, we're well, learning how to write and whatnot, I've learned that, um, Writing is something that I've been trying to put off for, like, my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and somehow I ended up getting a bachelor's degree in journalism. Like, writing has just been a thing for me. So one thing I do know is that there will be substance. I can't just talk right. nonsense. Um, I definitely want to be that hot girl, hot boy for the gays. Mm-hmm. Um, and still be that J. Cole for the gays so um, it's just all about like putting it all together Mm -hmm. and I know that like finding your own yeah finding my own sound my own everything but I do take from all these people so I take from Kendrick I take from Nicki I take from Megan I take from all these people Brenna Boy who's Nigerian and is not even a rapper so it's like all of that I want you to see it in my music I want you to see it in me as an artist I want you to see what I've learned from music over the years um besides that music podcast I'm still writing so I want to keep writing here and there for major blogs major publications and all that type of yes, stuff
1: I've seen you doing your thing.
2: yes I actually started working with the neighborhood talk again on Monday I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys know it um so Kyle um left the shade room a while back started a blog the neighborhood talk so I used to work for them last year I believe and then I'm working for them again okay. um and true urban culture a couple places in here and there um Writing, there's like four things. On my so my year is sectioned off into four places. Mm-hmm. It's podcasting, writing, music, photography. Okay, mm. boom. Yes, there we go. iconic
1: Productions. Yes, <laughs> let's plug <laughs> that. Let's plug that. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> yes, iconic productions is like my whole business brand. brand. All of that, like anything that I sign, anything that's being issued to me, will be iconic productions. Um, any work I do will be under Iconic Productions or just my name. But photography-wise, Iconic Productions. Yeah, and I want to yes, keep doing this photography. So.
3: Look at the black excellence. <laughs> yes, yes.
2: Yeah, I tried. I'm not a structured. Have you person. invested
3: in any of the
1: like, <laughs> equipment mm. to do? Because like all of this, I want to say it's it's kind of the same field. You know, you need cameras, you need lights, you need mics. I have. So um, it's just a matter of investing into the equipment. I
2: have lights. I have the lighting kit. Mm-hmm. I bought that a while back. Um, but I'm going to need a new one because that was a while back. Um, camera, all of that. I'm going to, like, all of that I still have to get. But... Um, but more so, I'm just working with what I have so far. So, like, my phone.
1: And you doing a damn thing, so. <laughs> Thank
2: you. Um,
1: That's where they all start. People, I'd be, I'd be so right? discouraged to, like, start a YouTube or whatever. And people mm-hmm. be like, I'd be like, because I don't have a camera. I don't have lights. Like, yeah, it just, you know, and then I'm a Virgo. So, it's like, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it right. And I want right. to do it perfect. perfect you yes, know, like, yes. it has to be perfect from jump. There is no... I mean, there's growth and development, but it has to start perfect With and, 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 and yeah. even more perfect. Like, yeah, so no, that's... they like, it. no, you can start on your phone. Like, so many of these YouTubers start on their phones. And I'm right. like, yeah, but if I start on my phone, then I'm just... I'm, it means I'm going to be learning the equipment while I'm in my, you know, in my stride. And I don't want to do that. I want to hmm. know everything I need to know when I start.
2: Okay. Yeah, and I... And grow from there. I don't like to call myself a perfectionist because there's always room for improvement yes. even on I'm like the most perfect project i put out there's still room for improvement i'm still going to scratch myself about it um but i do know that i i one thing i want to do this year is learn to trust and believe in myself yeah definitely everyone else does it for me so i guess i should do it too mm. so like the whole camera thing like i i not want to take i didn't even want to do this podcast without the right equipment, because I'm the type of person where I, I'm on social media a lot, and I'm I, I have friends, and I know what you know what's said and what's not said, and it's like I don't want to put out trash, I don't right. want to be the butt of the joke, I don't want I don't want to give you any type of platform Ammunition, to do that, yeah. so I want to come with the professional stuff, even though it's not like I, it's as easy to just like buy this buy that, but to some, to some degree. So one thing I'm definitely doing this year is learning to trust and believe in myself because everyone keeps telling me oh you're doing it, you're doing this and you're doing that I like your photos I like your this and it's like okay you know what I'm gonna trust this right because it's it's honestly and you put helped. in the
1: work like you put in the work all these years like you didn't get Ooh. a degree in journalism yeah. for no reason mm. like that's I'd I, I, I be having to get myself together sometimes with that too I be like yo not for nothing you are the only person in your immediate family to go to college. Yeah, You have older brothers. Hmm. They can't come to you and tell you like, this is what happens when you don't have any financial aid, or this is what happens when you can't get your textbooks. You have to figure this shit out on your uh-huh. own. And I have been doing it thus far, and I just be having to sit myself down sometimes and be like, I'm proud of you.
2: Yeah, yes, you have to pat yourself on the back. I feel like every college student, whether your parents are like very invested in you or not, Pat yourself in your back on your back because this college-ish is not fun. It's not easy. I wish they would have given me a manual before I got here. And I more than I I wish I had an option because I would have flipped the bag a whole different way. A whole whole different way. Like I wish, I wish, but I do appreciate the people I met. I appreciate the experiences I've had and all that type of stuff. But it's very stressful. It's very um you're you're becoming an adult and life is really hitting you back to back to back to back to back and what? it's like you just want to give up all yeah. the time and it's I like say, what i
1: can say what i can absolutely can say and can attest to is that when you finally do make it to where you want to make it at least in 2020 because there's always more goals and oh, yeah. more stuff that you want to achieve when you do achieve the goals but when you finally do achieve whatever personal goals you have right now you'll appreciate it all the more because you know you the work that you put in for it right like I was I had a Discussion with a freshman A couple of months ago And she was just like I'm tired of struggling Like um, I just You know Somebody hand me a million dollars Blah 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 I was like I get that But The struggle is what Like provokes that appreciation When you finally do get what you get like if your mother was to hand you a hundred dollars right now I'm sure you would have that spent already however if you had to go work a five hour shift for that hundred dollars you would think about what you spend in that hundred dollars right. on because right, yeah. when you work for it you value it so much more
2: yeah. that's so true because I be, I think, I don't know, wow, I think twice before I spend my money. Like the money I
1: actually. Three times, I
0: have <laughs> spenders <laughs> anxiety. Like if it's money that I worked <laughs> for. Um, you yeah. sure?
1: Right. Like, I need that? Right. Like, Am I going out to eat? I have like, food at home. Yeah. If my like. <laughs> it might, like oh, part like, of me feels like because I'm still in college. Like first of all, I didn't ask to be born. Oof. Second of all, <laughs> it's it That's was not my choice that the only way I can or one of the only ways. You know, I'm not like. I don't know, I don't wanna say I'm not special, in, special enough in certain areas to just make it without a college degree, but you know, most people need a, a college degree in order to live comfortably, right? Yeah. So I feel like if this is what my family expects of me, they should also invest in me while I'm here. Yeah. And that means paying for anything that is in regards to school. Yeah. My textbooks, ma. Where you at? <laughs> my cap and gown. Hey, uncle.
3: Especially yeah. if I'm like the only one, not the only the one, but like one the first f- yeah. one in yeah. the family. You wanted me to be great. You have to help me, honey, because yeah. come
1: on. And it's an investment because the thing is, I know my family and they're going to expect when I make it, like when I make it and I'm able to live comfortably, mm-hmm. they're going to expect me to take care of them in some way, shape or form. And I expect that of myself. Like I've always, when I make it, I plan to take care of my family ever semicolon um, (laughs) I want to know that we all put in the work for me to get here right yeah you know
2: Yeah. I feel like when it comes to this college she's naive (laughs) there's just so many layers it's just those of us and those of you who Make it out however you make it out. Kudos to you.
1: Congratulations.
2: Those of you who don't make it out and figure out another way to make it out. Congratulations. congratulations to you too. Because I've seen a lot. And as a child in school, everyone would tell you, Oh yeah, don't drop out and go to college and da, da, da. And it's like when you get here, like reality is it's not all it's not easy, it's not free and it's not fun. So <laughs> right. You gotta do what you gotta do. Um, I don't knock anybody's hustle. Do what you gotta do. I wish you the best. So those are some of our goals for twenty twenty. What steps are you guys taking to make sure those goals are happening? Because without planning, you're only walking into failure. Yeah.
0: Any vision boards? Any So, part-
1: I have a digital vision board. Okay. How I do it? Like I know pe- people like cut pictures out of magazines yeah. and stuff like that. I don't do that. I literally. Okay. Like, in my notes, if I see something that, in in my notes in my phone, if I see, like, a picture of a destination or that I want to travel to or a certification that I possibly would want, I just, like, make a note of it in my, so my my vision board is more of a to-do list. You know, I just make a note of it in my notes. Um, But currently for, like, grad school and stuff right now, I'm just taking advantage of um, all of the emails that are being sent from the our department chair. Like, she sends okay. a bunch, of, she keeps us updated on any, um, like, internships or grad um, or post baccalaureate programs that, you know, come her way. She sends them right to us. Okay. And I'm just taking advantage of that at, and literally applying to everything she sends. Like, Period. Yeah.
0: Okay.
3: Um,. I feel like I have to go harder in the steps that I've taken or take in to become what I want to become. But um, so far, I've I've applied to internships. Um, I just do a lot of research more so into exactly what I want to do. Like I figured it out, but I don't really have my foot set on it yet. So I'm still questioning myself about what it is that I want to do. So So explain
2: to us what exactly you want to do.
3: Um, So, right now, my major is psychology with a minor in criminal justice. Um, When I first entered um, college, I wanted my major to be forensic psychology. Uh, What that entails is I would be using my psychological skills, quote-unquote, and working in law enforcement and courts. courts, Um, So, I would prepare witnesses for evaluations. I would um, have them testify and things of that nature. Okay. So, the difference because i feel the same like
1: i also don't know what i want to do in my with my psychology degree because there's so many different so
3: many so many different
1: options like i could be a community psychologist i could be a school psychologist i can be a social psychologist i can be a developmental psychologist i can be a behavioral psychologist like it's so many but the difference like the the one that sets forensic psychology apart completely is that she works for the courts not the people so if she had a patient and all of her like records or something with that patient it's not for that patient's treatment it's for the courts to determine if that patient is you know insane or deemed to fit trial trial or anything like that so she she will work with people in front like if with forensic psychology she will work with people but not necessarily with the goals to get them treatment or get them help like you know but with me i don't necessarily i want to work with them to get them treatment to get them help blah 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 but i don't know who my target audience is like i literally just want to help everybody yeah you can be a research psychologist which is just like you doing a bunch of different bunch of different research studies a bunch of different social experiments and stuff like that and getting you know the results where would you do all of this making attributions would you do in, this in like new labs? york oh you mean like it lo- location, location wise yeah. so that's the thing i don't like i don't know the demographic that i want honestly if i'm being completely honest i'm tired of americans altogether yeah. i'm ready to leave the country Period. but you know um, it's, at least america is the devil i know
3: um <laughs> <laughs> Right It's crazy though Because you have to I don't want to say You have to be But in order to Um Assess and treat You know The victims Or whoever you're Treating You have to be licensed In that specific State, state. Yeah um, So it's like I would have to have A license in New York To help t- people In, in New, New York, York You know yeah.
2: Wow, and if you wanted to do it in ATL, I would have, you would say, have you with to do yes. and in yeah. Yes. Wow, so you just keep going through that process each. Yes. If, oh, if no. you have to, move. <laughs> oh, no. I mean,
1: I mean, I I yes. believe it's like transferable within some states. Like mm-hmm. if I, I'm not sure which ones are compatible with New York, but I do know that each state has their own Specific. licensing and certif- like certifications and stuff okay. like that.
2: But that's a very big responsibility to yeah. determine whether a criminal or a non-criminal is insane.
1: But, actually, only 1% of those, like, only 1% of criminal cases try to plead insanity. And I think only, I don't know if I'm getting these numbers correct, but either 25% or another 1% actually succeeds in pleading insanity. Wow. So, it's like... That's a big responsibility too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is a huge responsibility because you can miss the ball and the next thing you know, one of the schools is getting shot up. Like. Wow. All right?
2: Yeah. I'm creative. <laughs> I like to be creative. I don't like the nine to five lifestyle. Yeah. Um, I don't, if it's a nine to five where I'm creating, hell yeah. But if it's a nine to five, like,
1: I'm sitting and retail, and or, yeah. I have
2: no problem doing those and I I don't no disrespect to anyone who does it and loves it to each their A check own, is a check. Period. Okay, right. You get your also, money how you get it. A
1: check is a check but also like your mental health is your mental yes. health and if yes. you're not happy doing oh what gosh. you do daily you need to find something else to do. Yeah
2: and do what it is that you're going to want to do forever which is why one thing I decided for this year which is why I broke up my year into four sections I'll focus on a podcast I'll focus on music I'll focus on writing and I'll, one of them will hit something is going to hit something. Right. something will hit the more
1: options you give yourself the, and then yeah. from
2: there boom but that whole like me doing that nine to five for the rest of my life unless it's something that i genuinely appreciate i won't even show up i know myself i won't show up so there's like there's no if ands or buts it's like maybe i'll go for like the first three checks that i need you know fly me out do what i gotta do whatever whatever after that it's, it's a done deal oh
3: my gosh like that <laughs> that that's literally me this whole entire year like i've been in retail since i was 15 and i'm 21 that's like six going on seven years and i literally had to s- take a step back and i'm like i just can't like yeah. i cannot like i so i've been trying to figure myself out and just see what jobs work for me like i literally had to take a step back from retail yeah.
1: and then i'm just spoiled because my very <laughs> first job like you know how you know you're like you're in high school a lot yeah. of people's first job is food or retail yeah. like a lot of people mcdonald's or forever 21 yep you know but my first job was at my high school in the office in the main office as the secretary Mm-hmm. At 16. So I've been looking for office jobs for, I mean, not looking, but I've been in like office sitting jobs for a while. And then I did retail once. And that was like, a the devil Like, like basically based. And it, it really just tarnished my whole experience with retail. I feel like I had a couple I had two different retail jobs, but both of those. Retail jobs tarnished my experience, but not in the workload itself. But I don't know what it is about retail management that Mm -hmm. just sucks.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do it because...
1: 'Cause like I like the I workload.
2: Right. So I am not gonna <laughs> right. read y'all today. The workload I'm not gonna is not reach out that bad. Today. I'm literally yeah.
1: ringing customers up, putting you know, putting, putting items, items in the bag. Not That's gonna not read the bad management part. Bro. The bad part is the management. They never wanna schedule you when you they never wanna work with your schedule.
3: Like First of, the, v- the management and these customers, but you know what, custom- honey? Ooh. It's you know what. We not. I feel
2: like what, what's crazy is I feel like I have a better experience with customers than I do management. With management, mm-hmm. same. I've had situations where I, I just genuinely do not like the customers, but it's always the people that I have to re- that report that I have to report to, mm-hmm. or the people that I'm like, yo, can you go get like, can you fix this? Like, there's no mm-hmm. reason why this and this is happening near my station get that together like there's no reason why this lady's talking to me crazy get it together right. like i'm doing my right. job i'm I've working been telling for you my
1: mama since i was 11 years old ma'am i need to be my own boss and the only employee period period yes.
2: i i cannot <laughs> yeah. i i feel bad well i don't feel bad and i i'm not apologizing anymore i apologize all of 2019 every time i said this but i genuinely would not do that i refuse to work for someone for the rest of my life mm-hmm. i must be my, my kids and my grandkids and all of them here it starts here right. so yes, the definitely. the foundation i lay they'll eat off of that whole oh you doing this and then if you want to do that that's totally fine but i personally will not be doing that for the rest of my life that shit is it, it's sick to me it's sick that and people to are each living
1: on because i know some people who, who who don't have the capacity to just have that leadership even even a, a like for themselves like some people don't even know how to lead themselves
2: I feel like in general like I feel like there's a really it's a really sick concept for us to like in general like I feel like it's a sick concept for people to for human beings to um I don't like the way this is gonna sound because I might sound wrong or whatever but um that whole living paycheck to paycheck that's really dehuman, dehumanizing. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a very sick mentality. I feel like to the, those that who do it, I salute you because that's what you're doing and that's how you can do it and whatnot. But there should be stuff in place where that's not what we're doing. There's no reason why we're getting hyped that minimum wage is $15 yeah. in New York City and you're paying $3 to get on the bus. Yeah. $3. And the buses
3: are trash. Like, and
2: uh, I'm sorry I'm from the boroughs so this Long Island saying, like, the boroughs,
3: i saying like the boroughs this is Long Island it's like, even worse here Yeah, yes.
2: yeah, buses out here is real different on here. Sundays and that's because so
1: many people in Long Island drive like yeah. the public yeah. transportation on Long Island isn't taken as seriously and not even the
2: bus is. the LIRR too mm-hmm. it costs so much money yeah. just to go to the city it's it costs not, you ten dollars mm-hmm. Ten dollars. Ten, $10. twenty five, I think. When well, within go from the Hicksville cities to, or
1: within the boroughs, you could just hop on the subway for two seventy-five.
2: And if you're lucky, you just
1: hop over the turnstile. <laughs> well, you know, they stand there now. And yeah, and they got cameras. So mm-hmm. if you're
2: listening to this, please don't 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 hop over don't no do turnstile it, because down to do it. You, you, know, are, how, you know how many videos, separate videos that I've us. seen
1: of them beating people down for hopping yeah. over? Ooh. For
2: but um, I'm creative and I like to be creative. So I know that whatever Jobs I get coming forward, they need to be able to accommodate my creative space. So I would be using their space for my creative space as well, or I'd be working somewhere where it's creative itself. So I know I'm not losing myself in this process. Right. Um. Some of the steps I've taken this year. Well, not I haven't really taken that many this year. This is like one of the first steps by actually putting this podcast out
1: you put out your first podcast yeah and i put out a
2: not a song a remix to big mouth so i've done those but like i know that there's so much more i want to do because Mm -hmm. like um 2019 was a really trashy year for me like a lot happened it was great it was it was great and it was bad it started off great i think and then i think it just ended horrible um, I know I saw Neo at the top of the year and that's like a highlight for me. Yes, um yeah. besides that I don't know no, what we saw else Sabrina. happened. Sabrina Claudio. Yes. And, oh my um, goodness. Glant. Yes. 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 Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> so like those things happened but it was still a, like it was like okay lesson learned that was what that was the like chapter closing for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. For twenty, it was like lesson Definitely. learned. I that's just a went new through decade like I went through so much low points that it yeah. was like I refuse to do this any longer. So from this point forward I'm only looking for things that are going to make me happy. I'm only going to put myself in places that are going to make me happy. And I'm only going to surround myself with people that are going to make me happy. Because that's another key part. Yes. I feel like I was having a conversation with Zoe. Shout out to Zoe, Fashion Me Forward. Her brand is freaking phenomenal. Period. Um, and she was in my fashion show, so please support her. Um, I was talking to her, and she was telling me that, like, the people you keep in your circle, like, shape you and define you. And if they're not motivating you, then you need to dip. I mean, that it's something also, everyone says on a regular, but it clicked when she said it to me, and I'm like, wow, I'm literally in a place where I'm there's no motivation, but I have friends. No motivation, I'm sad. No like I'm sad. I'm going through it, all, but I still got friends. But it's just
1: because energy is a real thing. Yes, energy is a real thing. Real. You can have no no verbalization at all, but if you can sit in a room. With another person and still find comfort in silence. Yeah. That's energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Energy is a very big part of like my daily habits, my daily life. And I'm now in a place where if the energy is not matching, you gotta go. Period.
3: snip. snip. cut. Because <laughs> snip,
2: snip. I'm sorry. There's just too much on the table. There's like life is happening. So like this past weekend, I went out the whole weekend. I was drinking, I was doing karaoke. I was at a at a bar I was doing all this extra stuff and I was like wow I haven't done this in like forever that was like the first time I stepped off campus and maybe a whole semester and I was like wow I want to do this more often I want to have fun and at the same time do the creative Productive. stuff make my and I said, like, okay life can work like that but you know you have to get to a place where you
1: it's a balance.
2: you're you're ready to do that like you have to unfortunately you have to go through a lot of to get there but Or, you know, if you're lucky enough to be told when you were younger, because that's another thing. I wish my parents would, you know, instead of, like, forcing education down my throat, force, you know, how life is going to work when I become older for me. But, you know, that's different.
1: Listen, parents out there, it's so much easier to provide your children with the tools they need for the things that you want to prepare them for than it is to just tell them how you think their life is going to happen. Instead of being like, oh, well, you need to get your life together, because once you get out of high school, the real world's gonna hit hit you. Teach how me about how you to get teach, it together. How about you teach them compassion? Yeah. How about you expose them to all different types of people, so that when they meet new people, they aren't prejudiced or discriminatory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you teach them that love is love? How about like teach them the teach them give them teach them and provide them with the tools they need to instead of trying to being. provide them with the whole building.
2: To be a human being. The tools to to being a human being. Because outside of every little stupid thought you have in your head about everyone else, you are a human being. If you don't realize that, we're all human beings. I'm going to say it one more time. We're all human beings. All of them. All of us. That's one thing I've learned. That's like the
1: argument I had in class. Well, I didn't have the argument. I I personally didn't have the stamina to argue Mm -hmm. with my professor today. But there was one girl in particular in our class who I had to commend her after class. Shout out to her. I just... I give you... I give you the props for having the stamina to argue with him about illegal immigrants, because he's like they don't deserve the rights, blah blah blah. And she was talking about how the United States had made it a law for immigrants to be able to get their licenses now. And basically, I don't, I don't, I really didn't pay attention because I don't have, I didn't have the energy to involve myself in that conversation. That class gives me anxiety because the professor is just an overt racist. Yikes. But right. But he was basically saying like they, he was calling them all types of aliens. Like, I get what the word aliens means, but it has a negative connotation. Yes, it does. So you can use other words. Yeah. There's other words you can use, but he just insisted on using aliens. Jesus Christ. But
3: But I just, because um, I'm pretty sure he said that his grandmother came here. From a different illegally. country. Illegally. So would you call your grandmother an alien? Okay, so don't call them <laughs> aliens. Thank you. But
1: basically he was just like they don't deserve the rights that they that we have as Americans because they came here illegally. I'm like, but they're still human. Right.
2: Yeah. Wait, real human. quick, before we go um, I just have to say shout out to Yanni. Hi Yanni. Hi Carl. <laughs> We're on live. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that yes, hurts.
1: But like I think that's my biggest dilemma, like there's still humans there and you have to look at each case individually. So if there was an immigrant who came to who shot up an elementary school and killed twenty kids, then yes, put him in jail and then when he's done with his time, deport his ass. However, if there's an immigrant who, you know, commits a misdemeanor and is just like robbed a store or something, send him to jail, but why are you trying to deport him?
3: And why are you trying to clump him with the rest of the immigrants that want to come here and become a better person altogether? Like, America I just, I don't get has it.
2: so many problems. And I feel like the biggest one is that they don't know how to mind their business. But mm-hmm. That's where all the issues start from not minding your business. You know why? Because when you mind your business and drink your water. <laughs>
3: eat your fruits
2: yeah you just live a very happy lifestyle because nothing is bothering You're you uninvolved I'm reading yeah. a book it's called I did not bring it I thought I brought it The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck period <laughs> um, I've been trying to catch this book for like a minute and one thing I'm one thing i learning is people keep telling me I'm nonchalant I don't care about mm. things and, all, and I'm like no 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 please don't say that I do care I, I'm very passionate mm. about a lot especially when it comes to black issues Nigerian issues LGBT issues anything that's an issue i i can be very passionate about but i choose what i give fucks about and i feel like when it comes to immigration and all these type of things i feel like i'm because i could rant on this but you know what yeah i just i would
1: save it for a different day that's what we're gonna do we
2: came (laughs) no people are coming to this country for a better life I'm just very upset that they don't know that coming here is not everything that they thought it was. Because when you get here, you realize it's the same bullshit you were fighting back home, but just, you know... Just Just a little, a little, a little little more cuter. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because being being Nigerian, I've gone to Nigeria before, so I've seen and I'm like, yo, like life is pretty much the same. It's Mm kind of the same here. The only thing is that there's more black people. Everyone is kind of like black, Mm -hmm. whereas in New York, there's white people, there's Spanish people, there's all these types of people. Everyone here is Nigerian. Everyone here, I mean, not everyone, but like the the mass population is Nigerian. So I'm like, okay, social issues. How do they work? Where I would be dealing with racism here, I'd be dealing with colorism there. So, we're fighting the same battles, just a different setting. So, it's just like, when you guys do what you do, I keep going, but there's also a show called Party of Five that I'm watching, Um, it's a freeform show, and it touches on immigration and this family, these parents got deported. Um, One night, they were cooking in the kitchen, they have a family restaurant, and the police came in. And just picked a mother and father and deported them. And these five, their five kids with a brand new baby are now left with no parents. And that just like, that doesn't sit well with me at all. Like, no matter what happens in life, no matter what they could have done, you don't, that's, a newborn baby should not be separated from their mother. A grown ass man shouldn't be, I can't go without my mother. I'm 23.
1: Like, Like, (laughs) Okay. he was trying to explain it, like, because the law is that if you reach the U.S. border and you have a child, then you're free. Like, you're free to stay and you're free. So he was trying to explain that the reason why the United States separates the parents from the child now is because they don't know if the child is actually who, like, belongs to who they came here with exactly major Iro. I'm like regardless for however long the travel was that's who that child is with whether it's their family or like not I don't know cause I I get that some people would just be like let me get your child so I can go to America you know but regardless however long they had to travel that's who that child is with and that's who that child knows they came here with so separating them immediately is automatic trauma
3: but it's like how are you trying to control a country that was not yours in the first ooh, place? Oh, Lord.
2: Oh, Jasmine. Like, oh, <laughs> <not 'cause, laughs> like I just...
0: Ooh, uh, you know um,
3: what?
2: Okay, so real quick, real <laughs> quick, history lesson, right? Because there might be some um, people who don't really know that much history. Mm-hmm. This country was not built by white people. It was not built by white people. It was not built by white people. This country was built on the, ba- on the backs of people that look like me, Of people that came, who didn't come, they didn't come here. here. They didn't come here. They didn't come here. Those who were brought from other countries, they didn't come here willingly. Shout out to Kanye West, who thinks you know they had the option to choose. Mm. Hmm. Okay. Um, (laughs) They didn't come here willingly, and. Those who, the Native Americans that were here, let's not act like, you know, they didn't do what they did. They slaughtered these people. They slaughtered the people that were here. And then they wrote articles and did everything they did to make them seem bad and such vicious people on a land that wasn't theirs. And then fast forward to 2020. And yesterday I read a headline about how in 2020 they just now made lynching. A, a criminal federal crime
3: like, I saw like that. are you serious so 66 years after Emmett Till are you so kidding me but here's the crazy
1: part because this this kind of just Wait, remember it, there it were four kinda, people that's, no, that that also no i know but this kind of just like brings like it all into perspective for me because and how i can even myself be uneducated sometimes because i could have swore it was already a federal crime
2: we live in america
1: i don't know maybe i just had hope
2: uh, no you. The 13th amendment and niggas getting shot on a regular 18, 18, 18, 18. by, but when police I read that in 2020 and
1: the United States just declared lynching as a federal crime, I'm like,
2: <sighs> Yeah, I retweeted it and I just said in 2020. I see I'm people like, saying like, like congratulations thing, and whatnot, and it's like, thing. What is congratulations like, about because, that?
1: Because, like, yes, you specif- specified it, but ultimately, lynching is first degree murder. You have to premeditate to hang
3: somebody on a tree. Like I don't care. I, I like I don't. I don't know. Not only hang them, castrate them, burn them, skin them alive, send out postcards. Mm. Like, ugh. ugh, I can't. Next. Yeah, <laughs> next topic, please. Um. <laughs>
2: Yeah, before we move on, it's just, it's Black History Month. Right, so yeah, let's, let's take it there. It is very much on brand, it is mm-hmm. very much on topic, because outside of Black History Month, we're still black. Yeah. Um, so this affects me on a regular basis. And the fact that you guys just made um, lynching a federal hate crime, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm, all right, good, boom. Is that what you yeah, want? Yeah, at this because, point, it's just trolling. Like, um, it's not, Yeah. Someone like, decided. you
1: want us to be, like, thank you?
2: like. For- someone, hi, Carl someone said um so i've been walking around as a no i've been i could i can't remember this tweet but something about how they could have been lynched some so like basically you could be lynch you could have been lynched before 2020 and just and walked just around walked. And, and you know and yeah. it's like wow okay um but besides that um we were talking about goals so One of my goals, what's funny is one of my goals is definitely to give back to my community, my communities, and that doesn't just end with the black community, that's very much the LGBTQ plus community, Nigerian community, and just overall the people that I surround myself with. Um, So that's one of my main goals. So like in life, I want to be able to be successful. I want to be rich and all that kind of stuff, but not for myself. I want to be able to give People the tools that they need to exceed in life creatively because i feel like when it comes to the whole creative process and all that kind of stuff it's not pushed on us um i'm not the advocate for all black people on this but i can say from my black home my Nigerian home creativity is like on a back burner if you want to be a doctor all right let's go if you want to be a I lawyer like, let's go even in but schools though, i they're wish capping i would have had yeah
1: because they're like, taking music out of the elementary yeah. school level. sports programs like sports programs are, like sports cutting programs cutting programs are being cut and like s- sports mm. offers that creativity, but that sports is more in the like the disciplinary, like kind of area for me. But when I when I say creativity, I literally mean like arts, creative writing, vocal lessons, piano yeah. lessons, guitar lessons, band, because orchestra. They're taking all of that stuff f- from the primary school level. Now, and as it's a classroom, like, how do you first of all? as a child you absorb the most so if you want people to be able to fully develop their creative abilities you need to start that as a child
2: right I feel like now as a college student it's like wow wow well, college graduate student them um, because it's even worse
1: <laughs>
2: um, it's like wow if I was given the tools to pursue music pursue podcasting pursue writing and just when the, I to, as, as a girl. child if it uh, and I'm not I'm, mom and dad I'm not blaming everything right. on you but I just just I know for, for my future kids they're gonna have everything because right. these are the type of things that I want not just for me and my family but for what everyone I because feel like- I it's- feel like
1: my mom put definitely put caps on me. Because I can't say that like music was like, I would walk around the house singing Keisha Cole Love for days at a time. That was my jam. And like <laughs> if you ask anybody in my family what I wanted to be when I grew up, when I was younger, they'd be like, oh, she thought she was going to be a singer. I sure did. But my mom like would laugh at me when I come in the room telling her I got a song to sing for her. She'd be like, okay, go ahead i sing the song she's like that was cute like no put me in a vocal right. lesson. like you see this is something i'm passionate about i'm I'm literally coming in your room every day f- with a song for you this is something i want to do why are you not absorbing Taking this why are you not paying attention to me because Cause that's what it felt like because it felt like she wasn't paying attention we and live then, in a
2: country where everyone has a dream and if your dream doesn't come true you're forced to live a reality that you didn't want to live. So the next, the child that you have, you're going to make sure that that dream that they have, if it's not like popping, if it's not working out when you want it to work out, yeah, get a job, <laughs> right. get a job. Because I, I tried that dream shit too. I've, I've learned that from, because uh, I, I can't be mad at my parents because I asked them like, why don't you just support me doing these type of things? Mm-hmm. And it's like, when is, how long is it going to work for or this type of stuff? And it didn't work for me that, and it's like, okay, listen, I'm not you. Mm-hmm um one um and that's it b- right. basically I mean, I'm not but like, yeah what it. i
1: can give to my mom is that she's definitely given me the ability to make shit work for myself yeah like, just make it work music is still very much a part of my life i'm a part of a non-profit organization where we raise funds to voices of virtue yeah. shout, shout out to out. them right. we provide um like Private music instruction to underprivileged youth—that's youth—and it's free of cost to them. So music is still very much a part of my life because I, it has to be for me. But as a kid, it just felt like, like you're literally making a mockery of the things that I enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And it kind of capped mm. that. And I and like I think about it sometimes, like how my mom supported me and like took me to get private lessons or took me to piano lessons or took me to the guitar lessons because she saw that it was something that I was interested in how developed I would be in the area of music right now and then you know people be like oh it's never too late it's never too late and it's not but sometimes most of the time I am too busy
2: yeah (laughs) my parents used to say that you want to accomplish everything they used to say accomplish everything that you want to accomplish before you become a, an adult with responsibilities exactly. because the moment you get responsibilities life is not going to be the same and yeah i can attest to that mm-hmm. i can totally attest to that um i want to have the time i do have the time but i'm also tired like mm-hmm i'm tired and i just want to be able to do things that make me happy but i gotta do every other thing in order to get there but i'm trying to scrap that whole oh yeah do this do this to get there no i'm
1: trying to scrap the word but from my vocabulary
2: period period um so i wanted to ask you guys you guys have um you guys clearly are in good head spaces yes what brought you here How did you get here? Because I like to be in good headspaces.
1: Honestly, if I'm being completely honest with you, I grew up way too fast. Okay. My childhood was something, was one for the books, which is coming out soon. Period. Um, But, yeah, I, I learned some real adult life lessons before I even turned 12. So, here today, it's honestly a constant battle of, like girl you've been taking care of yourself since you were 11 so you know I'm just I'm tired of taking care of myself but I also know that I'm at an age where I don't have any other choice so it's just like go ahead get what you have to get done and at the end of the day the only person you can control is yourself
0: Mm. Mm.
1: you know life happens things happen in your life but at the end of the day you get you are the you are the only person that can control your narrative
0: right.
1: and how you react to how life happens to you. So I feel like that's that's something that I keep in mind daily. Like, um, I can only control myself. Somebody does something to wrong me. How do I react to that?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like, what energy am I going to put back into the world? Because not for nothing, the energy you put out is the energy you receive. Mm. And I don't have no time for no negativity. So I try yeah. my hardest to... Suppress any negativity that I have going on in my life and that isn't always the healthiest things because I find myself I find my the, like the negativity bubbling up every once in a while and then mm. I'm just like overwhelmed with it but in those those times I think I just like speak to my friends or part that's also a big reason why I started the the Pax Anemi um mental health service thing because writing allows me to take as much time as I need to put my scattered thoughts into organized words. Mm -hmm. And when I put it into organized words, then I feel like, okay, I can't be the only one feeling like this. Somebody else has to feel like this. Mm -hmm. Well, not not even has to feel like this. Somebody else may feel like this.
2: Or has gone through this. Or has gone through
1: this. Mm -hmm. And if anything I can say can help them, sure, but that's not even my goal. My goal is to help myself. At the end of the day, like at the end of the day, I need to know that I'm not alone. So if there's anybody in the world that can share what they've been through with me and comfort me, and I do the same in return, then that's literally my goal for life. Like if I can help one person for the rest of their life, or like I, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like I'm really just sweet and really helpful in all areas but I don't really know how to hone that helpful ability with all of the people in my life and even myself sometimes because being that I'm a helpful person, I don't know how to ask for help. Okay.
3: Um, I feel like I've gotten to this headspace by looking at people I didn't want to be like. Hmm. Um, so I had to train myself and say, okay, I know what to do. I know what not to do. I know that I don't want to be in this situation at this age. I know I don't want to be like you. Mm-hmm. I know I don't want to I don't want to be negative or miserable like you. Um so yeah, you know. Um that's basically
1: just doing everything I to ensure you don't yeah, end up like that person. Yes.
3: And also um my best friend vented to me a couple of months ago and I said to her, I said, "We are so wrapped up in saving other people that we have to take a step back and be like it's okay to let them save themselves first just Mm -hmm. take a step back and that was my downfall throughout my life always Mm. being the giver always being the Mm. healer always wanting to help people and those same people are not helping me Mm. so I'm like I just have to take this time remind myself that it's me me first Mm -hmm. and that's it Yeah.
2: I feel like 2020 is the like perfect year the perfect decade starter they like yes, the right. <coughs> wow his name. are you okay yeah. um <laughs> it's the it's the year of clarity mm-hmm. i feel like for me it's definitely the year of clarity um it's the year i'm pushing myself and trusting myself and all that kind of stuff because life is too short one it's way too short way too January short it's way too short for me to be sitting here miserable and stressing nah I'm gonna enjoy every day until I die I'm sorry because I'm I, the amount of rest in pieces we've done this year and it's just like you know what all the drama, all the negativity, all of that, it don't because once you're once you're buried, all of that like does not follow you. So you know what? I'm just gonna cap it right here. So we're we gonna act like I'm buried now and just <laughs> cap it right there. No, cause it's it's overwhelming. It's it like is. you wanna live life, you wanna do things, but it's like I also don't wanna have to deal with all the things I deal with Here's and thing, who I am like mentally. A- I obsess over things too much. Yes, I obsess over just same, every little yeah. flaw, every little thing that might have gone wrong. I, I would obsess over shit that hasn't gone wrong yet, but I'm just, you know, it's gonna go wrong. You know,
3: like just in case. Yeah.
1: You know? so, and I'm one of those just in case people yeah. like there are days I won't leave the house because like it could be I don't I don't know. And then it's like whatever information that primed me before then. So if I see a news article of a murder that just happened in New York City, I'm not traveling to the city by myself. Mm-hmm. Or at all, to be very mm-hmm. honest with you. Like I'm one of those people like there are some days when I when you know when the world is going through whatever I don't want to leave my house Mm because I don't know if I'm going to make it back.
2: No, yeah, it's, it's... Those little fact... Not little factors, but those little things that I remember in my head, like you know, real life is happening is is the main reason why I'm here. Cause mm-hmm. it's like I spend too much time worrying, worrying about everything else that I don't need to be. Mm-hmm. Like don't get me wrong, I do need to stress this, I do need to stress that. But you know what else I could stress? My but, happiness. And there's I was right. about there's that. a good
1: thing between right. there I mean there's a difference between good stress and bad stress. Yes,
2: because
3: yeah. de-stressing you stress, that's what it's called. That thank is, you. Because it,
2: yeah. I I don't have a problem stressing my podcast, stressing my life, stressing like putting myself first yeah. that I don't have a problem with that and I'm
1: not about to stress about I'm, what the next person got going on I'm
2: finally this is like I want to say the first time in my life I'm 23 now so it took me 23 years to get to a place where oh, okay the focus is on myself um because yeah it's like you just know at one point I don't know it's just like at one t- point you just sit there like when everything hits you it's like okay you know what I can't get any lower than this And one thing I've learned about. You
1: think like, damn, I can't get any lower than this. And uh, then something happens.
2: But that's why that's why 2020 nothing is happening. Nothing is happening because we came bulletproof vested and everything. Because I was low. I was low. Mm -hmm. I was low. And it took this podcast like two weeks ago. I just got high, not high, like <laughs> but like I, I, I got, I that got, got happier. <laughs> <laughs> I got happier, and it was like okay. And I've noticed that when I get into my funks, when I allow my depression and anxiety to like really overweigh me, I need to like keep moving. I need mm-hmm. to keep doing things to get out of it. I need to distract myself, which I also think is kind of twisted because it's like, hello, yeah. you want to be happy, fake it, you'll be happy. Fake right. it till you that's make crazy. it. That's literally it's, what it's,
1: they say. Like, fake crazy. it till you make it, and it's, and it's, it's just like. You could get caught up in the faking it, though. You can literally get caught up in the faking it because you know you're faking it.
2: So now I can say I'm breathing. So it is genuinely happy. I'm, I'm genuine, genuinely happy and genuinely ready to do this. Um, so now I have one more question for the two of you. With all of this year of clarity, with all the stuff that we want to do this year, in five years, it'll be 2025. Where will you be and what will you be doing Would you I'm like for to me to actually? I can't. No, even start. I'm trying to see how old <laughs> I'll
1: be. Honestly, because my goal was is to get my doctorate before 30, so I'm trying to like do okay. math in my head. It'll be 2025. I'll be turning 27. <laughs> yeah, I ain't yeah, hear that. So, um, hopefully by then, you know, like I'm in a doctoral program, or you know, with my my brains and my determination, I already have my doctorate. But, um yeah and hopefully i'll be doing um the research and the the work to open up my own private clinic um hopefully i'll be an already established youth and community advocate um, because i also want to open up a youth center in my brother's honor um, just to provide kids a space to do literally whatever it is they want to do like i want to have I want to include sports in that, I want to include music, I mm. want to include writing, I want to include reading books, like literally right. whatever they want to do for whatever idle time that they have, because I mean it when I say it, keeping kids busy is the only way to keep them off the streets. Yes,
2: and I really appreciate you for this, because yes, we need the tools, we need the resources to be put back into our communities.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I don't know, maybe a little husband and a little child by then. But, um. <coughs> we, if that don't happen, <laughs> I'm sure mm. I'll be fine. Switches, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> period. Well, <No>. Period. Uh, <laughs>
2: um, you
1: know, speaking oh it into the little, yeah. little husband. If it
2: happens, oh. it happens.
1: If not,
3: I'm still going to be a badass bitch Period. Your period. With, with
2: your own bride, period. period. Okay. Hello. Jasmine.
3: Um, and for me, hopefully I have my master's by then and start in my journey on to my doctorates okay yeah that's pretty much it <laughs>
2: okay well i'll be 28 i'll be turning 28 in june of that year um well wow now i'm like on the spot (laughs) um it's just like wow um that's
1: what's like
3: um i don't know you know
1: no but i've been thinking about this for a while like i but here's the thing i don't want to get myself we i don't want us to get ourselves caught up in time oh yes that's Mm, what i was gonna say i don't want us to do that if this if none of this happens by 2025 it's not the end of the world it won't be the end of the world for me i will be okay and it will happen eventually because it's what i want
2: the goal i had when okay so um just a brief little history um i came out of the closet at 14 well 13 going off 14 and my parents sent me to nigeria because they don't really fuck with the homosexual shit so um i came back at 17 for high school and the reason why i'm telling this story is because um my plan was okay my plan when i came back was you know what at 25 i'll be married with a husband living good And nobody could tell me shit because I did what I did. And my parents would love me, da-da-da, because I still made it out. I still became successful. And I'm 23 now. They're still not fucking with the homosexual shit. So that part, you know, is already out of the plan. Mm -hmm. And I'm single. And I don't um, do – I can't get married within the next um, two years. Or I said 2025. Well,
3: you never know. You you never know. Uh,
2: (laughs) Well, the thing is – I don't like that. Mm. Mm, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that, you know, because I know how, who I am. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm a type of person, I, I, I love love. Like, I really do. Uh, I'm, I, I enjoy love. I'm such I, I, a, uh, uh, so, like, uh. you could, like, you know, I'm the type of person where you just knock me off my feet and I say, oh, see, okay. No, just, so much. Um, but I, I, right now, I can't do that. So, right. I'm going to just keep pushing it off. Like, okay, you know, I see you, but not right now, not right now. Um... <laughs> But within the next five years, I would definitely like to become an art. Well, just overall, I want to become myself, like Mm -hmm. fully, fully become myself. Know who I am, like um, through my skin and out. I don't think that makes any sense. But I want to know who I am. Um, I want to explore the world. Definitely releasing music. I want to have an impact on the world. Um, not the whole world specifically. If it doesn't reach there, that's totally fine. But the communities that I'm coming from, I need them to know that I came out of that community. I appreciate them and this is this is me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want the LGBTQ plus I was here moment. period. Uh, because I just feel like especially um, like the minorities, um, LGBT, black and all of us, we're very oppressed people and I just watch as we are the ones being oppressed and somehow we still turn over a le- we still turn over the other cheek and still put a smile on our face and still go about our business every day. Shout out to every black woman in this world, every black woman in the world and every black LGBT person in this world as well. Because I feel like those are the two major groups that are being like oppressed at this moment. But you know, turn on the TV and who's fighting for who on the front lines, you'll see a black woman there and you'll probably see a black gay man there. N- not so surprising, no, no shade to you know, anyone mm-hmm. else. But we're being oppressed and we're still trying to find ways to create and still do things and still make ourselves better. So I want them to understand that I know that yes. and I appreciate that.
1: I... Right. First of all, I want to thank my ancestors for providing me with all this melanin and blackness, mm. Mm. Lord, mm. and just this just this resilience yes, I mean, that I was born with. Like no, yes. ugh, nobody knows what I've been through. Only yeah, I know yeah. what I've been through. But I really, I don't even know where I got this resilience from. Mm-hmm. And shout.
2: Yeah.
1: like ugh,
2: it's a blessing to be black. It's a very big blessing to be black because I know. There are some people out there that would like to be black, mm. but you can't, <laughs> you can't. You can't do it. I'm sorry. You can't say the N-word. No, you can't. And no, you can't do blackface and all that other you can't bullshit. can't skin. Yeah, you, you can't. I wouldn't even get, yeah, another day. But, um, <laughs> black History Month, so shout out to black people. Um, I love us all. Um, thank you for coming on to my podcast. Thank, thank, thank you, you for, for having us, right? Uh, Thank you for teaching me. I've learned a lot. I can now go and brag about forensic psychology like, you know, I was a student. And it was something. <laughs> I cannot. Um, but thank you. No. Um, also, I just want to say to like all of us and those of us listening, you mentioned that um, if we don't get it done within time, the next five like years. Don't get wrapped up in time. One thing I've learned, time is definitely a social construct. Um, it is real i don't think it's fake because there are some people who think it's fake no it is real whatever but do things at your own pace because one thing i've just, I've noticed as of recent when i put myself in places i'm usually the youngest person there all the time like i'll be 23 in a room full all of like 30 time. year olds that mm-hmm. are like getting their life together and it's all like oh time. wait i don't feel like i feel like maybe okay am i rushing yeah. take your time take your time take your time because lord you're just gonna watch life pass by you and there's so much happening buy that plane ticket you wanted to buy go meet that nigga you wanted to meet go yeah. get that food you wanted to get
1: go get your toes done like Joe. you know we don't do the regular on, don't
2: don't <laughs> on <laughs> saturdays or sundays pick a day out of a week pick one day to just pamper yourself and take care yeah. of yourself
3: mental health day yes, those are my sundays baby. can, we, can yeah. we talk
1: about some some self-care tips, yes please like, go ahead First of all, sleep is a real self-care tip. Yes, it is. If sleeping is what you need to do to feel better, go to sleep. Take that nap. Take whatever that day you off do, to go to sleep. Whatever you do to no. take care of yourself. Do that face mask.
2: Yes, please. Oh, because that's what I'd be doing. Drink some tea. Get yes. aligned with your chakras, okay? <laughs> there, yeah, no. Yeah. No, but <laughs> Listen, go
1: in the kitchen. Make that home-cooked meal. Yes, like, isolation. There are so many different ways to, to do self-care, and it's really subjective. So do the things that you enjoy doing that bring yeah. you calm, that bring you comfort. Like, for me, it's sleeping. I sleep on all of my free time.
2: yeah isolation is not bad also isolation is a pretty good thing um just don't hide from the world yes don't you know get too lost in isolation but that is another way i go the self-care route i pick saturday well now i'm i usually try to do it on saturdays but i end up doing stuff on saturdays so sundays are my blessed days mm-hmm. i use sundays as my resets yeah. so i wash not wash my face like i don't wash it every day but like i like for real for real, like Watch i go to like there's music chill. there's like a whole vibe Watch going you. on mm-hmm. wash my face face mask um i got maybe a bottle of wine i got yes. a blunt or whatever you know just my favorite things to do Food, everything is ready, just and chill. then that whole day, whether if I had plans and they don't work out, they don't work out. I don't care well, because that's
1: just me all the time. If if the yeah, plans get yeah, canceled, that's <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> if plans get canceled, I'm most likely excited no. about that. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, low key you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I do be waiting for that. Like, I be I'm, I be
1: waiting for that text message. Like, sorry, can't come in. No, no, okay,
2: I'm one of those people where like, um, if you don't text me in the mor- the morning where we have where planned, we plans, I, we won't have plans yeah. no, I won't text you either. I won't text you either. I'm gonna wait. For you to text me and be like, oh, wait, no, yeah, know we both forgot. especially if you
3: brought the plans up. Yeah, you made the like, plans
2: because if I made the plans, I'm gonna check, I'm gonna hit I'm you gonna up because okay. gonna, I don't want to do If I, do I this.
3: made the plans, I'm gonna do
1: the, I'm gonna participate yeah. in those plans whether you're a part of it or not. Yes. But if you're the one that made the plans and you don't text me the day of, mm. then we don't have plans. Period.
2: Mm. And if you hit me up 30 minutes before, I, period there's no plans because i'm not getting ready in <laughs> 30 that. minutes
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's just right.
2: not possible right. like the other day megan the stallion played herself mm, i hope you hear this because she's gonna get on twitter and she's having a, a new york she had a new york city hottie um secret event just mm-hmm. random last minute and she tweeted it everyone sign up blah, blah blah space is limited so i saw it and i signed up at like 3 p.m Megan the Stallion's team decided to send me that email at like six, talking about, oh, you know, you need to be there for 8 30 sharp. And I was like, okay, if I had lived in the city, that would have been fine. But I live here where the train, I got to be out this room in like the next 30 minutes. I ended up going to the city that night, but it was like, I didn't go for her anymore because it's like, if you thought I was going to get ready in 30 minutes, nah, Megan, I'm sorry.
0: Right. But
2: um, on Sundays, yes, I use that as my, like, face mask, um, shape-ups, whatever it is that makes you look good, whatever it is that makes you feel, feel good, good. Mm-hmm. please do it. Because we get caught up in just trying to, like, make money, trying to make this, trying to make this, trying to do this, trying to do that. And you're, you're low-key not, like, you're not understanding what you're doing to your mental. <laughs> There's, like... I, I don't know, maybe just me, but I just feel like that, like repetition, shit, that cycle of just doing and doing with no difference and shit. That's what scares it me. That's what draining. makes me. Run, that's what makes me run away from like friendships, people. Every once I start to know that there's a cycle, is that, yeah. and it's like, okay, wait, ain't shit We're changing? Ain't day. shit changing? Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. Nah, I'm out. So and I change my room up every Saturday. I like, I'm just that person. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever it is, and also just I want your more of your self care tip. But also, please um, tune out the world, tune out yeah. the world, turn tune out social media, yes. and turn out, tune out everyone's opinions. Because, Jesus, I have to do that. Like, I mm-hmm. genuinely have to do that. Because yeah. I, I'm, I'm on my phone, like, every five minutes. But, like, it's, ooh, it's toxic. Twitter is toxic. So, yes, the days where you're taking care of yourself, like, if you really are taking care of yourself on a Sunday, just take yourself off social media. And it might not be toxic for everyone. It might not be, you know, but just take some time to yourself and watch your favorite movie.
1: I think like my biggest self-care tip for myself like one thing that i do daily possibly even throughout my different activities or events for the day is i listen to music i listen to music while i'm in class i'm li- I listen to music while i'm taking a test i probably shouldn't be but music really calms me like it calms me it and it sometimes can like provoke a bunch of different emotions out of me depending on what kind of music i'm listening to right. and what the song is but And I'm a person that likes to pay attention to beats and and different sounds and impressions within the music. But I also like to pay attention to the lyrics as well. Yes, yes. If I can relate to the lyrics. Shout out to songwriters. Yes. Mm -hmm. Once I relate to the lyrics, I'm just like, oh, okay. Mm. I'm not like, it helps me. uh, Music is another one of those things that lets me know that I'm not alone in some of the struggles that I go through. You know? So listen to music. Um, and expose yourselves to different kinds of music. So, like.
2: that's what I was gonna say. Closing out, I would like for you guys to give me five songs that you're listening to right now, and five artists that you're listening. To. I mean, if the,
1: the
2: yeah, if the artists and the song don't match. I mean, if it's five art. I mean, if it's five songs only. But I'd like to know what you guys are listening to, and yeah, and who you're listening to. But you mentioned songwriter, so I you wanna start. So I wanna say shout out to Kalani, shout yes. out to Janae um, Aiko. Yes. Um, Why would you? Start um, like, <laughs> um, shout out to Kehlani Shout out to Janae um, I ha- kind of have to go on my phone and look at this Shout out to Sabrina Claudio Shout out to Mariba There's like a lot of artists that are like really great yes, writers yeah.
1: That is amazing yes. Na-
2: Oh my god mm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay Harmony
0: uh,
1: mm. Brent, Brent Fias
2: uh, mm, mm, He ignorant <laughs> mm, He ignorant <laughs> But he's like I can't even be mad at it because I do be bumping, but <laughs> he's bumping ignorant. His music. You didn't say person, oh, you said music. Masigo is also ignorant, but his music slap. Um, slap. And I listen, I'm listen. i currently listening to Rust too.
1: I currently... Yeah, I'm Russ currently, is a vibe. Yeah. I like Ting All of the Dreamville artists. Yes.
0: yes. Ari oh, yeah. Lennon. Yes,
1: I love Ari. Mino. All of the Dreamville artists have my heart right now. Oh, mm. <laughs> Dreamville.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jasmine.
3: Um. Honestly, everybody that y'all said, but I'm more, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more on the ratchet side. So okay. I'm you so she know, like, so she like Megan, Nikki. I be okay, Nikki so Megan, Nikki, Meghan, Nikki. I be money bag. You um.
2: Know. So, um, so give me some of your like five. Okay, give me five of your top five. Yeah, like um, ratchet songs right now. Yikes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we were bumping that, <laughs> that earlier. That's like, <laughs> like number one. Uh,
2: right.
3: Damn, I don't know five. about songs, but I mean, okay, artist. Okay, so Real Love by Summer Walker and Moneybag. Okay. Um, oh, shit. What's that song? Um, A Boogie and Summer Walker. Okay. I've heard this one. Um, I know what you're talking What is about. it called? Uh, comfortable or come through or some shit like something that. Something like that. I think it's Come Through. No. Calm, calm down? down. Yes, calm, calm down. down. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was going to comfortable, comfortable. come, yeah. come yeah. through. Okay. Yeah, um yeah, They kind of all...
0: Like, yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. You know? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, just artists like Summer, artists okay. like Janae. I can be on the soulful side yes. and then ratchet First side. First of all,
1: shout out to, well, there's no shout out because he probably won't see this, but um, the winner of the rap game, um, D-Smoke.
2: Oh uh, rhythm and flow. Yes, yes. A rhythm and flow. I said right. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> R- Smoke. He's Shout talented. Shout out to R-
1: Smoke. He just put out an album and that it is so fire. Yeah. So fire. I
2: haven't listened to it, so thank you for letting me yeah. you know, so I can. No, I know I love fire. listening to music. And his
1: brother, sir.
2: Yeah, oh my yeah. god.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I just. So like, fire. Listen, listen. So fi- they have a couple of songs uh, on his album I together. To, yo, so. I have to leave, and that's the craziest part. But let me tell you something. Everyone tells me I'm in my bag because I love R&B music, and that's literally all I listen to. Like, don't get me wrong. I listen to the Nickies. I to hip hop mm-hmm. and whatnot, but I'm be as oh, close at yo, sir,
1: Snow, Allegra. sir,
2: Gallant, Snow, Allegra. these people just came out of nowhere, nowhere. and just changed my life. Please Colella. give me some songs so I could be funny. Oh okay, oh my gosh, wow, like I could, And
1: shout out to to the OG. I mean, he's not an OG, but he is kind of like for me um chance the rapper oh yeah
2: mm-hmm. i wanted to also say shout out to her because oh,
3: yes she has How a song.
1: forget with, about first her? of all she has a song with um skip marley oh yes slow. yes no. i love that song
2: <laughs> oh don't get me started oh, in here God. i love Are that you?
1: song so much don't get me started like, first of all i love me some bob himself so okay, okay. skip to just come I can't on up music
2: here, here. <laughs> no, no that's my song i listen to it every for day no real. i think her is like phenomenal. Yeah. Yes, just. Phenomenal. I think she's also
1: really underrated. Mm-hmm. She has two new songs out right now: "Comfortable" and "Sometimes." And I've sometimes heard "Sometimes" is I literally like for the first time I heard it like I think last month, and I was like, okay, I literally listen to the song once a day now because sometimes shit don't go your yeah. way. Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm sorry. I also want to mention um, because of the time that I found "Sometimes," um, Demi Lovato. Um, performed at the Grammys?
1: No, it mm. was the Super Bowl.
2: Really? She
3: sang the anthem. <gasps> no, before. But yeah,
2: right before the Super Bowl, she performed at the at Grammys. The yes, and she performed, I can't remember, do my research right now, because... Her song. She performed her, one of her new songs, and it's called, I'm getting the name right now, but the reason why... The reason why... Anyone... So it's called Anyone. It was so powerful to me that she performed that song at that place because it's the Grammys, number mm-hmm. one, and the lyrics that she was saying. She's literally telling you she doesn't want to sing anymore. Nobody's right. listening to her. Listening. I appreciate those artists that really push their pen.
1: Push their pen and put their, oh. where their feel. I can't say where their feelings on their sleeve, but they put their feelings in their song.
2: Yeah, I, I like music. I want to bop. I want to. You know, mm-hmm. two-step, here and there. I want to get turned. But, like, tell me, tell me some real shit. And I really appreciate people like her, Demi Lovato. And in the rapper world, I also appreciate Nicki Minaj. You know, the pen been pushed, and all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But, no, I really do. No, I really do. Also, no, I, because getting even, into this music even, thing, like, it's really a crazy into the thing. Getting
1: thing is really hard. And, like, a lot of the artists that I spoke on just now, all... I, I don't want to say they all have substance, but they all push their pen and they yes. all literally like yeah. put their emotions in their songs but also shout out to kind of like the gimmicky artists like yes Little Nas X and stuff yeah like because like, not for nothing this world doesn't need some smiles yes some not everything, needs to, be serious. Not everything yeah. needs to be serious not everything needs to be you know and we're emotional all the time you know if so you're shout not out writing artists like that who can just put out a hit just for us to yeah. simply dance to and
2: like, i've i've come to a place where um well now that I'm like making music, I'm 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 very adamant on writing my own lyrics. I'm mm-hmm. very, very adamant about that. Especially because I follow Nicki Minaj, so it's like, oh I can't be a barb and like have other people <laughs> write my yeah, shit. Nice. Like I can't like just not how it works. Yeah. So I'm very adamant on that. So I, I write my shit. Um but I also like I also ooh, please don't 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 drag me. Um I also appreciate Cardi B for um her presence her and, personal, and
1: who she is. her personality her is has Here's allowed thing, a lot to Don't argue with me because I know you're okay. a barb, Right? <laughs> <'Cause> okay. <laughs> like no. the difference between Cardi and Nicki. Okay. First of all, they don't need to be pinned against each other. Right. Absolutely not. But Cardi's is really about that life. Uh-huh. Nicki is one of those. Nicki's like me. Uh-huh. I can relate to Nicki because we're both from the hood, but we're not hood. But we we not shooters, but we know some shooters, <laughs> right? Cardi, on the other hand, is the shooter. Mm. Okay? And <laughs> her personality has been who she is from the very front, like from the very yeah. top. She became famous from her personality, not even so much her music. Yeah. Nicki, however, like at the start of her career, wasn't who she is. She she had to be something else in order to be seen.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean but that's not, I wouldn't, I'm not arguing. I wouldn't completely blame her because that's, no, that's
1: like the publicist and stuff like that. Yeah, that, because that's what I'm saying, like the difference between them two are. Yeah. Is Mickey
2: Well there is also the, the shooter, fact that what, but she knows some shooters. But she also, I mean, not trying to like, you know, weigh people's crimes and whatnot, but I mean she does have a rap. She she does have a record. She does ha- um, she was a getaway driver for like the Rock when they were doing robberies. And she did slice niggas and like she does she have did, like, you she know? Yeah. like she has mugshots. She get is, it. she will I beat get a bitch it. up. I like, get it. yeah, but but, but she's
1: uh, but she she's I don't not, explain yeah, it. yeah, no,
2: okay. So the way I see it, like uh, Malibu Mitch, mm-hmm. um, I oh my gosh, I saw her this weekend. I met her, like, we took pictures oh. and everything. Yeah, Ooh. um, yeah, <laughs> yes. like shout out to Malibu. I fucking love her. We talked, she grabbed me up. I, I went with Tara and I said, This is my best friend, Tara. And she like yelled, Hey, Tara. And I was like, Oh my freaking gosh, this is happening, right. Okay But um, Malibu She's also like About that life Mm -hmm. Um, Cardi and Malibu They're both from the Bronx You know You pick your streets You pick Mm -hmm. it down So I get it Um, Nikki One thing I've learned about This New York people About to drag me but I feel like the Queens people, queens, queens people. Queens is Long Island.
1: Just queens saying. people, they
2: be acting, you know, a little.
3: Bougie. Uh, bougie. Yeah, yeah, you know, just yes. a little queens bougie or whatever.
2: Island, so Nikki is like the bougie, the bougie hood bitch. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. so. Exactly.
3: It's like you have but to push her well, to I get a reaction
1: out yeah. of her. I can relate to her because I'm not a shooter, but I know some shooters. Yeah, I, I could I be the shooter. i Just one No, I'm not putting myself in jeopardy. I'm not. I can't do that. I don't need a record. But I was going to. But I know some people who got them already. And we're
2: I appreciate Cardi's presence in the hip-hop world because she's allowed um, unfortunately, it's unfortunate and it's fortunate. It's fortunate for our new artists like me, but it's unfortunate for those who have legacies based off of They're certain sure. rules and yeah. certain things and now it's like, okay, we're it's changing like the rules. We're, to, now yeah. we're doing this. So I get I get both sides. So though, to the OGs, nothing but respect. to Cardi. None I like her still, like. Yeah, because she she's a not admitted, but she said you know she might not write the whole song and yeah. She's a she's performer. She's still a part of it. It allows people like me who stress the whole. I need to write every bar. I need to spit every bar that I write. It gives me like okay, wait, you know what? Calm down. Mm-mm. Text this person. Ask them ask if it help. if it if it sounds ask. right.
1: But even the, Nikki, even though she may write her own lyrics she definitely gets she, help she de- definitely gets help like she yeah damn sure don't make all those you lyrics. can hear
2: it you can hear it and i feel like you can hear it in her okay so the way i look at it when I, I when she's in a relationship which is like all the time
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: after one, when after she's whatever. in a relationship Ooh. i know i start to listen to um the the, the, the music yes. more so i noticed that like when she's when she was with safari there were certain things here when she was with Meek Mill. Certain, certain things, things here when yeah. she was with Nas, Lewis Hamilton, and now her husband. Yeah. So one, the lyrics don't change. Like, I it's still with Nicki Minaj. The, beat the, the, the beats, the... the the stuff you're talking about, the influence. You're being influenced by your environment yeah. and the people. It's different. it's different. So I completely get it. Um, but I appreciate Cardi B's presence in that, in that, in that. Section because it allows new artists like me to feel comfortable to ask other people for help, but also at the same time, don't play me like I I got my own shit, but I do need help sometimes. I feel like
1: we at this point we're ranting, but like I appreciate Cardi B's presence because she opened up a new dynamic for that genre of music. Yeah. However, it is a popular opinion right now that R&B is dead, and it's just like no, it's not. Y'all just don't know who to listen to because we just gave y'all a bunch of people.
2: R&B could be considered dead in terms of the sales. In stream. But then I probably wouldn't even be, I don't think that's even factual. Because there are certain R&B artists that are like selling. Summer Walker yeah. is selling. SZA. She's, they're selling. But at the same time, R&B has definitely, ooh. over the, the years. I can see that. I don't know. I just feel like I grew up Listen, Okay, so the way I grew up, I every night, I, me and my little brother, we'd put the, well, more so me, I'd put the um, radio in between the two of us and just listen to it to go to sleep. 97.1 on 105.1. And then it became a just a me thing. And I just listen to music every night. There's this one song I never knew what it was. I, I, as an adult, I did my research. It's called, t- uh, it's called Me by Tamia. Mm, oh, I can, I can yes, bust
0: that out first right yes, here, yes, yes. okay?
2: Mm, don't, don't make me do it. Okay. I can't sing, I can't sing. But, don't, but yeah, okay. that's like, I used to like, so it's like, I look for music like that. Um, August Alsina, when he came out, mm-hmm. I felt he kind of gave me the vibe of when I was like listening to R&B music when I was a kid. And I and I really appreciated that. That's why I kind of like, that's why I gravitated to Russ mm-hmm. because it's it's now, it's like the modern music, but it still got a little bit of the, you know, oh, what I was growing up on. Yeah. I just feel like with R&B, it's not getting the same push as every other genre. So Definitely. you cannot blame the R&B artists, artists themselves yeah. because it's not getting the same push. It's... Not music that you're gonna get turned to all the time. It's music that's gonna make you sit down, listen, and listen. nobody wants to be in their bag. Nobody wants to be in right. their feelings. Nobody, because everybody wants to be so emotionless and all that bullshit. Music. No, sit down and really listen to what the niggas gotta say. Yeah. Janae Aiko is not just in her bag. She's literally telling.
1: She's saying this, shit.
2: You have to lose your peace of mind to find your peace of mind. Okay. And that qu- I, I literally want to get that quote tatted on me because that's what I went through. So it's not about being in your bag all the time. Because I don't know what reality y'all live in, but I'm not turned all the time. Like no. shit happens
1: Janae Eichel, not for nothing. I hit Janae Eichel, I'm like a stan. That's like Oh, my I'm definitely a stand mm-hmm. first that's March sixth. Yes, yes, Chilumbo. that's my yes. number one artist, but partially because like we relate on a personal level. But the fact that she doesn't even know we relate on the personal yeah. level is why she's my favorite artist still our brothers died the same year wow and i discovered her that year yeah. so there's the song on on one of her album called ways and it's why aren't you smiling and that i i can listen to that song once a day and it'll just bring like like why aren't you smiling like yeah. you know like and it's just ah uh, like she's yeah. everything and like i that, let me i got something to say to joe but mind your fucking business okay it's called, no. it's called supply and demand. Janae Eichel has no reason to deviate from what she's already been given. Because she's healing. She's dominating what she already delivered. This
2: chalumbo album has... He, she's, like, studying how to use bows to heal people in her music. I don't know any... I mean, there are other artists that are probably doing that. But she cares enough to do that. She cares enough to put that in her music. not saying everyone... It doesn't have to be a cup of tea. But respect her. Respect her for that. Respect her craft. The fact that somebody is looking to put therapy in their music... He
1: tried, to, he tried to say the same thing about Kalani. But, like... My thing is, like, what do you want from these artists? Like, you well, want them, you when it want comes to them. Joe
2: Budden, I feel like he's one of those men that, like... If you notice, there are, like, a bunch of men that are very insecure with themselves. So when mm-hmm. they see women who can speak for themselves, who know what they want, or who just know that niggas ain't shit and that they will play you. And, like, when they when they have a mind of their own, they just, like, ooh, I don't
3: the know. The men feel threatened. And,
2: yeah. No, well, grow a pair of balls, that, bitch. like, what
1: right. do you expect? Back. like i'm one person i don't have 16 different voice boxes to sound 16 different ways
2: and nobody's complaining and if you, and don't, no, like and, Janae, and you and don't like Janae, you don't listen to like her first
1: of all if you're looking for me to get different sounds for me to attract different people that's not who i am yeah like I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm speaking on their behalf, but if I were an artist, this is exactly what I would have to say to him. Mm -hmm. I would rather have 100,000 loyal followers who faithfully listen to my music than just have 100 million lurkers.
2: And I can say that now that I'm stepping into becoming an artist, I've been studying these things. And there are people who have huge followings uh, and you don't even know their names. Like, um... Well, people know Neo, but Nao was nom- um, Grammy-nominated nominated. this year for her album, Saturn. Mm-hmm. And I could find, like, outside of, like, maybe two or three of my friends that I put on or whatnot, if I got, like, a b- big group of, of my friends, together. they you wouldn't like, know that doing? album yeah. even existed. Yeah, because I'm like,
3: like um, you mean Neo? She don't, she, she <laughs> don't know none of yeah. the people that I listen to
1: either. I mean, unless I'm listening to, a, yeah. to them around no. her. But she's like, that's Sabrina. I still but she appreciate
2: don't know none of music, that. Right? I still appreciate artists like that. That's still, they don't. Mainstream success is definitely beautiful and I'm not t- I don't I'm not not First, wishing it on anyone on. but I'm just very happy just the that they're that able I put to you do onto. that. Lady
1: London. Yes. Oh, I love her. I follow her. I love her. I
2: definitely follow her. She, she can spare. it. a
1: pen pusher. Yeah she can definitely.
2: Does she post anything today? I'm on Instagram looking her up. <laughs> I, I like stalk her.
1: No me too. She's a pen pusher. Yeah
2: I stalk like. all the female rappers and I can't play music on here so that sucks it's a podcast and podcasting rules you cannot play music on your podcast yeah so Damn. i would put you guys on to like mad music but you know what i will do i'll create a playlist on spotify and we can yes, share that and go from, from there. there yes so the iconic bad for business playlist will debut a little after this episode debuts um okay, I'm gonna
1: close this out. yes Damn.
2: <laughs> so wow thank you thank you for this um Definitely wasn't expecting this. Um, so thank you for spending your Thursday afternoon with me. It has what been beautiful. Thank you. like every day. Oh, definitely. <laughs> um, yes, so with Bad for Business, I plan on doing this like every week. Well, not like, but I plan on doing this every week with bu- um, new faces, new creatives, so we can all meet each other, get to know each other. And one thing I'm learning is that you need to um, connect within, connect within your circle and whatnot. Words, yeah. And yeah. I'm currently in a place where I'm trying to expand that circle and all that kind of stuff. So it's just working hand in hand. Um, so, Taito just emailed me. Are they trying to like, um, sponsor my podcast? Um, probably not. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, thank you for coming. Thank, thank you. you. And to thank anyone who's listening, coming. please feel free to DM me on any social media platform. Uh, my Instagram is IQONIC underscore. My Twitter is the same thing. Snapchat, I don't really be on it, but if you want to add me there, it's Hunnit on the wrist. I had to emphasize the T because it's not hundred or anything. H U N N I T O N T H E W R I S. There's no T at the end. Hunnit on the wrist, yeah. Um, so you can follow me there. Um, follow me on on social media. Um, yeah, follow my journey. This is bad for business. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.
0: You are fake news, sir. Go ahead. Five, four. 3, two, one.